Hi guys. Um, sorry, I gotta take the earbuds out of my ears. It's raining and I'm in the woodshed, so there's a lot of sound of raindrops hitting sheet metal. Um, I'm axing blanks. Just I, there's an order I need to finish by tomorrow to get it out, and I just finished axing a blank that I deliberately did not in the opposite order, but just in a different order than I usually do as part of trying to determine if the order of operations that I usually follow continues to hold water, continues to make sense, continues to feel like the logical way to do it. So often we follow what we see other people do um, and we don't analyze, well, why do we do it that way? And what might be different if we did it in a different order? And one of the things that I learned when I was milking cows was to always question the order of operations. And that's how we gained efficiency. We were learning how to do this at the scale that we were at, all of us together. And so there was a real emphasis on questioning every step of the process and asking yourself, you know, does this make sense to do now? Would it make more sense to do it later? I just found a tick on myself. I'm going to kill the tick while I talk. Ha ha, I gotcha. Um, and so I, I think that helped me, uh, helped me develop this sort of mindset where as I develop my spoon carving, sorry, drop of water just fell on the microphone. <laughs> there we go. As I develop my spoon carving process, um, I'm asking myself these questions of, if I do it this other way, what are the advantages, what are the disadvantages? So for instance, I just carved a spoon blank where I, before I did the stop cuts at the neck, I did most of the sort of pushing down the outside, which is what you see a lot of... Uh, a lot of spoon carvers do. Um, so just to be clear, I'd already actually cranked, but then I did the outside. I trimmed it to length on the ends, and then I did the outside before I did the stop cuts. And what I found was that while that did make it a lot easier to trim off the material on the sides of the handle, it made it much more difficult to carve, to actually cut in the stop cuts because, because the blank no longer was a rectangle and so it was wobbly it was hard to hold it flat in any orientation um and and be able to make a clean socket on it. now if i had um if i had like a big wooden vise that might be easier to do it that way but for me the reason i do the stop cuts and trim off the sides of the handle while everything is still square is that it's just much easier to get the spoon to hold still when it's resting on a square flat surface. Um, you know, when the blank itself has a square flat surface at the end. Similarly, just axing down the sides, once you've axed around the bowl of the spoon, it's hard to get it to hold at a consistent angle when you're axing down the sides of the handle because it wants to roll, it wants to tip now on that rounded surface that you created. So I try to be mindful of why I'm doing what I'm doing when and question whether if I did it in a different order of operations what would happen in this case there were some advantages but they were 
far outweighed by the disadvantages I just described. And so, uh, and so I have not adopted any changes to my process. But that's exactly the sort of attitude that I think is important to develop in order to push your process further and further um, so that you gain efficiency, not just from seeing somebody else's idea, but just by using your own brain to ask the questions. Hope you guys are staying dry today. Happy Father's Day.